Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, now we come to a long psalm that was penned by Asaph. The occasion's unknown, but the psalm reviews Israel's history of spiritual advances followed by rebellion, and it culminates with hope in a new day under the leadership of King David. So let's listen now to Psalm 78. A Maskil of Asaph. My people, hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old, things we have heard and known, things our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, His power and the wonders He has done. He decreed statutes for Jacob and established the law in Israel, which He commanded our ancestors to teach their children so that the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born, and they in turn would tell their children. Then they would put their trust in God and would not forget His deeds, but would keep His commands. They would not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation whose hearts were not loyal to God, whose spirits were not faithful to Him. The men of Ephraim, though armed with bows, turned back on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant and refused to live by His law. They forgot what He had done, the wonders He had shown them. He did miracles in the sight of their ancestors in the land of Egypt, in the region of Zon. He divided the sea and led them through. He made the water stand up like a wall. He guided them with the cloud by day and with light from the fire all night. He split the rocks in the wilderness and gave them water as abundant as the seas. He brought streams out of a rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. But they continued to sin against Him, rebelling in the wilderness against the Most High. They willfully put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. They spoke against God. They said, Can God really spread a table in the wilderness? True, He struck the rock and water gushed out, and streams flowed abundantly. But can He also give us bread? Can he supply meat for his people? When the Lord heard them, he was furious. His fire broke out against Jacob, and his wrath rose against Israel, for they did not believe in God or trust in his deliverance. Yet he gave a command to the skies above and opened the doors of the heavens. He rained down manna for the people to eat. He gave them the grain of heaven. Human beings ate the bread of angels. He sent them all the food they could eat. He let loose the east wind from the heavens, and by his power made the south wind blow. He rained meat down on them like dust, birds like sand on the seashore. He made them come down inside of their camp, all around their tents. They ate until they were gorged. He had given them what they craved. But before they turned from what they craved, even while the food was still in their mouths, God's anger rose against them. He put to death the sturdiest among them, cutting down the young men of Israel. In spite of all this, they kept on sinning. In spite of his wonders, they did not believe. So he ended their days in futility and their years in terror. Whenever God slew them, they would seek him. They eagerly turned to him again. 
they remembered that God was their rock, that the Most High was their Redeemer. But then they would flatter Him with their mouths, lying to Him with their tongues. Their hearts were not loyal to Him. They were not faithful to His covenant. Yet He was merciful. He forgave their iniquities and did not destroy them. Time after time He restrained His anger and did not stir up His full wrath. He remembered that they were but flesh, a passing breeze that does not return. How often they rebelled against Him in the wilderness and grieved Him in the wasteland. Again and again they put God to the test. They vexed the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember His power. The day He redeemed them from the oppressor. The day He displayed His signs in Egypt, His wonders in the region of Zon. He turned their river into blood, so that they could not drink from their streams. He sent swarms of flies that devoured them, and frogs that devastated them. He gave their crops to the grasshopper, their produce to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore figs with sleet. He gave over their cattle to the hail, their livestock to bolts of lightning. He unleashed against them his hot anger, his wrath, indignation, and hostility. A band of destroying angels. And he prepared a path for his anger. He did not spare them from death, but gave them over to the plague. He struck down all the firstborn of Egypt the firstfruits of manhood in the tents of Ham. But he brought his people out like a flock. He led them like sheep through the wilderness. He guided them safely, so they were unafraid. But the sea engulfed their enemies. And so he brought them to the border of his holy land, to the hill country his right hand had taken. He drove out nations before them and allotted their lands to them as an inheritance. He settled the tribes of Israel in their homes, but they put God to the test and rebelled against the Most High. They did not keep His statutes. Like their ancestors, they were disloyal and faithless, as unreliable as a faulty bow. They angered Him with their high places. They aroused His jealousy with their idols. When God heard them, He was furious. He rejected Israel completely. He abandoned the tabernacle of Shiloh, the tent He had set up among humans, he sent the ark of his might into captivity, his splendor into the hands of the enemy. He gave his people over to the sword. He was furious with his inheritance. Fire consumed their young men, and their young women had no wedding songs. Their priests were put to the sword, and their widows could not weep. Then the Lord awoke as from sleep, as a warrior wakes from the stupor of wine. He beat back his enemies. He put them to everlasting shame. Then he rejected the tents of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loved. He built his sanctuary like the heights, like the earth that he established forever. He chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people Jacob, of Israel, his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart. With skillful hands, he led them. So friends, a, a magnificent psalm of some 72 verses. It opens with calling the people to listen carefully. And then what follows is a litany of Israel's history. Now, in the second verse, there is a, 
a statement that's quoted in the New Testament by Jesus. Second verse says this, I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old. Jesus quoted this when he was talking about why he spoke to the crowd in parables. He didn't say anything to them without a parable. And so in Matthew 13, 34, we read, So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. So this psalm is intended as a a parable or a lesson for us as human beings. The Lord um, decreed freedom from bondage in Israel for Jacob's descendants, and he led them out of Egypt with a mighty hand. There's mentions of uh, the plagues that came on Egypt. Uh, There's a a stanza about dividing the sea and uh, reference in verse 14 to guiding them with the cloud by day and a fire by night. He talks about the rocks that were split to give them water. But the main point is, they continued to sin against the Lord, rebelling in the wilderness against the Most High. And they continued this pattern of a rebellion and then seeming repentance and turning back to the Lord. But eventually, the Lord sought for a more um, permanent solution, if you will. And so he chose from the tribe of Judah, who he loved, he built up his kingdom this way, verse 70. He chose David, his servant, and he took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people, Jacob, of Israel, his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart. With skillful hands, he led them. And so the psalmist, Asaph, is recalling the the pinnacle of Davidic leadership. He's recalling also the pattern that we witnessed in the Old Covenant Scriptures in Exodus and also in Judges, that the people of God would seek the Lord for deliverance. The Lord would deliver them. Over time, they would backslide and uh, begin to worship idols or begin to ignore the Lord. Uh, Judgment would come on them. Their enemies would prevail. And again, they would repent. They would ask the Lord for mercy. He would show them mercy, etc. This cycle would go on and on. So Israel's the, the parable. The pattern is found within Israel's history for each of our lives. And so the Lord is looking for steadfastness from me and steadfastness from you. That he has delivered us. He has showed himself strong on each of our, our side. And yet our heart leans towards rebellion from the Lord. We need to forget cycles of disobedience. And we need to continually be awakened to the Lord who saved us. We as individuals need to be Davidic in shepherding our lives. And uh, with skillful hands, we ask the, the Lord to help us to lead our own lives. And we ask for his guidance. So, Lord, forgive us that we, too, are like Israel and like Israel's history. Lord, we seek you in hard times, and then we quickly forget that you've rescued us, and we begin to either become lethargic and less aware of your mercy and grace and your great love, or, even worse, we rebel and backslide. God, forgive us. May the cycles of disobedience be broken forever in each of our lives. May there be a continual awakening. May we be like King David. With skillful hands, may we direct our own lives as led by your Holy Spirit. We ask you, Lord, to help us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. 
It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.